Thank you guys for joining me on Every Ray Living. You already know it is your girl, Rayette. Welcome. As always, thank you guys for taking the time out of your day or night, allowing me to talk you through whatever you're doing, whatever you're going through. So I wanted to jump on here because your girl has been wanting to jump on here for the last week. But, you know, this time of year and working, I haven't had a chance uh, to do that. But I'm on here now. And speaking of doing, I'm finishing up running some of my errands and doing Christmas shopping for today. I'm finishing that up, and I'm about to go home. And if you're asking me in your head, is she done Christmas shopping? I am not. I really haven't even scratched the surface, to be honest with you. And I'm going to get off into that here in a second. But I feel like this podcast is going to be confirmation for someone. I feel like it's going to be... um a voice of reasoning for someone, and I just feel like it's going to give someone an idea if they hadn't thought about it, but if they had thought about it, but they really haven't acted on it because they wasn't sure, I feel like this podcast may be just what you need, and if you don't need it, you may have been talking to your friend or your family member, whatever the case may be, I hope it is music to someone's ear. I hope it is that confirmation you've been needing and you haven't talked about it with anyone, but you're listening to this and you're like, you know what? Thank you. That's confirmation. I needed to hear that. And I say that because I can be going through something. My mind can be boggled with something and I'll listen to a podcast or I'll be just scrolling on Facebook and something spiritual will come through and it'll hit right what I was thinking about, right, what I was feeling, and I'll be thinking to myself, that was for me, because no one else knew that I was thinking about that, or I was contemplating doing this or not doing that, and then that podcast come on that I'm listening to, and they talk about a specific thing that no one knows that I've been dealing with, or if I'm scrolling and something spiritual comes on, and it taps into what I've been dealing with or questioning, again, confirmation, answer prayer, voice of reasoning, whatever. But again, I hope this is for you or someone you may know. So Christmas is a couple weeks away, and you've probably been struggling with how you're going to do it. Where's the money going to come from? And the reason I'm talking about this is because this question came on my timeline on Facebook um, last week, and I said, you know what, I'm going to talk about this. But again, I didn't get around to jumping on here because of my schedule, but I'm on here now. And it may be too late for someone because someone may be saying, girl, you should have said this three weeks ago. I've already put my money into the the, the gift fund or the, um, I want to say building funds, just to be funny because they say that about church, uh, building funds when nothing ever gets built. But you may just say, you know what, I'm going to try this next year. Again, whenever it's going to work for you, that's the right time. But I want to encourage you guys to not feel pressure to be involved in things that you can't afford to be involved in because you just can't. You know, in the um, question that was posted on the timeline, it said, why is it that Christmas time always comes when you're financially fighting for your life? LOL. And that's interesting because I think we all feel like that when Christmas comes. You're like, I can't do this. i got, got to buy gifts. got to put money away for this. And that's the excitement of it. We love gift giving, we love receiving gifts, all of that. But here's where it becomes a problem. When you're already working at a deficit, but you somehow find a way 
to dig yourself deeper into a hole. Some, somehow we do that, and we don't want to do it. We just feel compelled to do it because it's Christmas. Everyone else is doing it. We laugh and we talk about how um, we're, we don't have that much money and yada, yada, yada. But at the same time, we're struggling. And I'm going to go on the side of the coin where a person would say, you need to plan better. Christmas comes every um, year. What are you acting like Christmas is a surprise for? You know, I get that. We all get that. So I'm not taking that away. But I'm going on the side of the coin where the person that's working every day, all day, and never can see the fruits of their labor because every time they turn around, their money is going to build. Even if they're making decent money, they have so many other things that they have to take care of. By the time Christmas comes, they're looking like, well, how are we going to do that? Because I barely have enough money to put gas in my car after I've paid all the bills, the insurance, and so on and so forth. What is left? And so, again, there's Christmas. And then the person doesn't want to say, no, I don't want to get into gift exchange. Because, see, when you do that, you start feeling some type of way. You start, people start saying, oh, it's only $20. Oh, it's only $10. Oh, it's only this. Oh, it's only that. And then here you are feeling compelled because you're feeling like, well, they're saying it like it's only this, like I should have $20. So you don't want to tell anyone you don't have $20 because, again, they're already making it seem like $20 is like a dollar. So you're like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll get into it, knowing full well that is going to cost you. You just had to give up something to do this. You just had to, like, say I'm not going to pay this bill because you got to come up with $60 to be in the gift exchange. And the reason why I say 60, because someone may say come up with 20 for three people. So it might have to be you and your two children if you're a single parent. And so you indulge in these things reluctantly, but you're in them because you don't want to ruffle feathers. You don't want to, you know, have your kids missing out and you don't have to if you set healthy boundaries. And the reason I'm saying this is because I used to do this all the time. And I think every year I get a learning curve and I get a firm smack on the hand to do it differently the following year. I will give you a simple example of what I used to do that was crazy. Not crazy, but crazy for me when I didn't have the extra money. Because we like receiving gifts and we like giving gifts, right? So I would always buy extra gifts in the event someone randomly calls me and says, hey, I'm coming over. Because in my mind, they're coming over to bring me a gift, right? So when they get here, I'll go grab a gift that I've bought, like buying extra gifts in case someone comes over, I can give them a gift. Even if I didn't plan on giving them a gift, I would just give it to them if it looked like maybe they was expecting a gift or I just didn't want them to leave empty-handed because it's Christmas time. And do you know how much money I wasted doing that? couple times I wasted money because maybe I didn't even give them out. Or I gave them out and I didn't get anything in return. Pause there. Not because I was expecting anything. It was just, it wasn't necessary. You know what I mean? And so I sat and I thought, why am I doing this? And I, I didn't learn that lesson the first year. I mean, I kept doing it. And then I got to the point I would see myself gift-giving and not necessarily always getting a gift back or giving it on the same level that I gave it. And sometimes people would genuinely accept a gift, and not just from me. I've watched people do this, you know, alongside me as well. My aunt used to do that, buy extra gifts just to give away in case someone came over here. Da, 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 da. 
And you waste so much money doing that because you don't get anything in return. Because sometimes you do want to see a return. That's the whole point of getting in a gift exchange. You give a gift, you get a gift. But you don't always see that return. And here I am sitting here with, yes, these are gifts I can use because I never gift anyone something that I wouldn't want. But it's not like I needed a lot of that stuff that I bought. So all that stuff is just sitting there on top of the gifts that I actually needed to buy, right? So I stopped doing that because I would see that people would have no problem accepting my gift graciously, very appreciative of the gift, but they don't feel any way that they don't have anything to give me back. And I learned over the years that sometimes it's not put on people to give you a gift. Sometimes it's just put on people to be like, thank you, thank you so much. And maybe they're passing that, you know, good gestures that you've done, they're passing it on. And I learned then, no, I'm not about to be doing all that. I'm going to be on the side where I can receive um, a gift from someone. And then it got to a point where it wasn't put on me to give someone a gift. It was just simply put on me to, if they gave me a gift, accept it, thank them, all of that. But it didn't make me feel like I had to give them a gift in return. And that happened in the blink of an eye, what it felt like a blink of an eye, because it took me a long time. But in the blink of an eye, I got it. I had finally got it. And then I went through a season where I didn't put up a Christmas tree. No one got a gift. Um, my kids were going through their season. And um, my daughter, she spent Christmas with their dad. And I remember just being at home on Christmas you know, for the most part by myself. I spent time with my friend. She was about to move, so we just hung out or whatever. But it was a stillness. Like, I did nothing that year, and I was at peace. I felt good about it. It was different because it was never something I imagined that I would do. But sometimes God will take you through that season so you can see that it's really not about all that, and everybody's going to be just fine. And so I'm saying all that to encourage you, if you're feeling that way, don't. You can still have Christmas. You can still give gifts. You can still receive gifts without feeling so stressed out about it. And I'm going to leave you with this other example. Um, this just happened last year. So the year before that, I got all of my grandkids little notebooks, like tablets. Um, and let me, you know, clarify, it wasn't just me. It was me and my kids' um, dad. They all have the same dad, by the way. And so they all got um, laptops. Now, my oldest grandson said he wanted an Apple iPad. I said, no, it won't be Apple, but it will be just as nice. And it was. And these things were not cheap. And so we got them all the exact same ones. The only difference was the size of them. And here's the thing. They grow with the child. So it wasn't like a laptop that if you're five, once you turn 10, you can't use it again. Or once you turn six, you can't use it again. No, this thing goes with you, right? So my son's grand, my son's grandson, my son's um, son, which is my grandson, he ended up breaking his or losing it or something. And he asked if he could get another one for Christmas, meaning last year. And I said, well, let me think about that because you're the only one that lost yours or broke it or whatever happened to it, and those things weren't cheap. I mean, I bought the tablet, the stylus, the case, and color-coordinated. Like, it was some money put into that. That was their big gift. They got other gifts, but that was their big gift. 
So I thought about it and I said, yeah, I'll go ahead and get him one. That'll be his big gift again for Christmas. He'll get other stuff, but this will be um, his gift as well, his big gift as well. Well, I ended up getting a sweatsuit um, for his little brother. And my plan was to get both of them um, a sweatsuit. But I forgot to go back and get him the sweatsuit because they only had this particular one in the one size. And they're very similar in size, but it was only one of that color, one of that size. So I said, I'm going to go back and get him one. And I was in a rush. So in my mind, it's a sweatsuit. I'll pick one up along the way, whatever, whatever. Well, I did it. I remember it was cold this particular um, day. I said, I'm done. They got enough stuff. We're good. Do you know that became the thing that he noticed that he didn't get? He put on a New York-style production because he didn't get that sweatsuit. And I was like, what? Because you got all this stuff. You even got a stocking stuffer loader and stuff. Out of all the stuff you have, you noticed you did not get a sweatsuit. You didn't pay attention to anyone else that did not get another laptop and all the other stuff that you got. And if I think about it, he probably got more than everyone else. And that's what I pointed out to him. And my son wanted to say something. I said, no, don't say anything, because this is my fault. <laughs> this is my doing. And so from there, I thought, next year will be different. They will still get gifts. We're going to still have our lasagna and crab legs and the whole feast of it all. But I'm not going to stress myself out trying to make sure they get everything on their list because first and foremost I am just their grandmother I'm not required to do all the stuff that I do every year just to show just for them to show me that oh yeah I'm going to have a New York style production a full-blown meltdown because I didn't get a sweatsuit and I have all this other stuff but I'm going to act like this and that woke me up to yeah I'm doing too much and I'm not going to do that next year because it's not necessary. Give them what they need. And it's okay to do with some of their wants, but not to the point where you start seeing that they're acting like they're not appreciative because that's someone else's hard-earned money and time and energy being put into making something nice for you. And it doesn't matter how old you are. Yes, when you start acting like that, that's when you need to be corrected. And he's of an age where he knows better and he didn't need to do all that. And I just decided, I'm not doing all that this year. You're going to get the same amount of love put into whatever I buy you. And so when my ex said, have you talked to the kids, the grandkids, about what they wanted for Christmas? I said, no. And they're getting whatever gift we give them. The end. Period. And that's where you guys should be. Do not let other people dictate to you how you're going to spend your money. Do not let other people shame you into how you're spending your money because it is your money, and at the end of the day, you're the one that has to pay the piper on December 26th or when everybody gets back into work on January 1st or January 2nd, depending on um, where everybody works. Those bill collectors are going to be calling you, and they're not going to be caring and understanding what you had to do for Christmas. So I just said all that to say, enjoy your holidays. Spend time with your family. Gift give if it's on you to do it. Receive gifts if it's on you to do that. But don't let it become um, the dark cloud to where you can't enjoy the holidays because you're already thinking about what you don't have because you've done the most. And this isn't just for you guys. This is for me as well. This is always a learning experience for me because 
every year my eyes are open to something different. But with that being said, I'm going to let you guys go, and we're going to reconvene right before Christmas because I'm going to check in with you guys, wish you guys a Merry Christmas, and, you know, just let you guys know what's going on leading up to Christmas because your girl has a little gift exchange with a couple of my coworkers on Saturday. We're meeting up um, at this little Mexican restaurant, so we're going to do our gift exchange there. And then I am in another gift exchange at work, so... We've got that going on. And then, of course, I have to do gift exchange with my um, grandkids and so on and so forth. But I'm not breaking the bank to do those things. I have a budget for everyone. And, yeah, that's how I'm doing it. And I'm excited to, to do it all because I'm not trying to do the absolute most and be looking like, why did I do that on December 26th? But I don't want to hold you guys up because we're going to talk about this some more. But until the next time, you guys have a great evening. And you already know, we're going to continue to talk about it. Mm-hmm.